BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I don't know if you know who Richard Dawkins is. You you know, if you're a reader or intellectual sort of person, you might know him for all kinds of different things. If you just kind of know him, you mostly know him because he's the person that stands up for atheism. He's one of the most famous atheists on planet Earth. He's an old guy now. He's an evolutionary biologist, one of your Oxford, Berkeley, super smart, very glib, which is why he ends up on a lot of YouTube videos arguing against people who believe in God, and he's really good at it. And so he gets up at an auditorium full of like-minded people and really puts the screws to theologians and that sort of stuff on why uh, you're an idiot if you believe in God. (laughs) Our religion. And Richard Dawkins is really famous for that. Uh, Then it turns out he's... So he's a hero to lefties for that reason. Not entirely lefties, but tends to be that direction. Well, he's the great rationalist. And he ends up on Bill Maher and Charlie Rose and the New York Times loves all his books. And he wrote The God Delusion, which was a huge smash bestseller and all that sort of stuff. Well, he doesn't fit into that side of politics when it comes to any of the transgender stuff. And now all of a sudden that's exploded because he's he's a guy who believes what he believes. He's willing to say it out loud to anybody. He's an evolutionary biologist, and here he is. The woman he's talking to is an author. I couldn't come up with any more information other than that she's written a book about uh, sexuality and all this sort of stuff. Um, I don't know what her background is, but that would be the her voice. Here's Richard Dawkins. Sex really is binary. There's no question about it. You're either male or female, and it's absolutely clear. You can do it on gamete size. You can do it on chromosomes. 
to me as a biologist distinctly weird people can simply declare i am a woman though i have a penis helen what do you think lies behind this odd distortion of reality i would say that when i started to write about it first i quickly realized that this wasn't treated the same way as anything else like just asking very obvious questions like um don't you think that if we allow people to self-identify their sex this will lead to for example destroying women's sports or putting rapists in women's jails people would turn this back on me and say you think that trans people are predators you're a bigot what we were talking about here was an intensely linguistic movement like, there isn't a sense in which a man can become a woman except linguistically like yes okay he can have operations most trans people don't have any operations don't take any medicine but that doesn't change your sex an intensely linguistic movement that's interesting that's a fancy way of saying what i've been saying all along i will not allow them to force me to use their twisted language because that is the game in a different clip we're not going to play, he, he talks about, he says, you know, if somebody wants me to call him she, I will just out of politeness. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean I believe that he is now a woman because they prefer to be called she. And her response to that is she said, you know, I was where you are now originally. The problem is that once you start saying she, they also demand that you use terms like mother and 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 wife and woman and i can't go down that road also just mm -hmm. out of politeness and that's where it gets complicated but anyway here's a little more of richard dawkins i'm perfectly happy to um, address oh, a trans person by their about preferred name and preferred pronouns i think it's just a matter of politeness really what i object to is the insistence that i am a woman i mean you're not a woman you're you i'm perfectly prepared to call you she if you like but to say i am a woman is a debauching of language and that's where i draw the line i've become much more hardline on this and i would like not to be i would have started where you are but what i've learned is that somebody who expects to be called she also expects the words woman and female and mother yes. and sister yes. and daughter and it's very hard if you give away sexed language to explain why this person cannot in all circumstances be treated as a woman I apologize for encapsulating something we then played. Um, uh, Richard Dawkins, up until this, one of the most respected evolutionary biologists in the history of that study, I noticed on his Twitter feed, where this video is, all kinds of pushback from various people on how he doesn't understand this or that about biology or evolution. <laughs> it's just okay. All right. You yeah. know, maybe you're smarter than him or something but his question is so good right at the beginning what is going basically it's what is going on here what's causing this and i know you're 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 always talking about the neo-marxism and all that sort of stuff and i absolutely believe that those people are pushing that but but why is why is there such an audience for it where does that come from such a willing audience that they're not they're not marxists they're just yeah that sounds right to me there are multiple genders, and I'm going to call you a bad person if you don't agree. What is driving that? I think it's the human desire to be a moral, a good person, to be seen as a good person. This phenomenon is much more heavily female. Not, not exclusively, not even close, but it's more heavily female. And women have a need to belong that's different from a male's need to belong. And so these people who are so smart, I mean, they, they understand human minds. They're crazy and they're evil, but they're smart. They understand how to convince people 
and I was talking about this under Maoism yesterday, convince people there are bad identities and there are good identities. And it has to do with the moral weight, these identities. You are a person with a very bad identity, very bad. You're a hater. You're a racist. You're a transphobe. You're all the worst things a human being can be. All you have to do to achieve one of these good identities and to be embraced and praised is start using your pronouns and asking people what their pronouns are. And when I tell you that man is a woman, say, yes, that's a woman. That's all you need to do. And now you're a good person. And people fall for that. People like us, people like the the folks listening, are disproportionately independent thinkers. Disproportionately. When you look at humanity en masse, there are a hell of a lot of people who just go along to get along. And they're happy to do so. Richard Dawkins has the unfortunate situation of being an old Caucasian male. So he immediately gets head for that, being an old white male. Who cares what you think? You're, you know, part of everything that's wrong with the world. I do have some concern that when liberals over 50 die off, there's no going to be any nobody left on the on the left to make any of these arguments. The Matt Tybees, the Bill Mars, the Richard Dawkins, the whoever. We're saying, wait a yeah. second, this is craziness. Because um, the, the younger crowd is, I guess, fitting in with what you're just saying, willing to go along to be liked or something. Well, when you look at the history of Marxism, particularly the Maoist version of it, it is self-evidently Looney Tunes. When you look at uh, Mao's effort to, you know, whisk everybody out of the cities and uh, the intellectual arts and put everybody on collective farms. I mean, you look at it and you think, that's the most idiotic thing I've ever heard. And that's what people thought at the time. But Mao had the power to make them do it. And tens of millions of people starved. Worth mentioning again. We don't teach that in America's schools. America's schools have been redwashed. I never learned that in school. It's amazing that that could happen on planet Earth, like just a few years before I was born. And I, I didn't learn about that in school. Why not? And if that was like a weird mishap in the history of communism, you could almost excuse not teaching it. But China... Anybody, the Soviet Union, Cambodia, Vietnam, North Korea, every effing time. Cuba. It results in starvation, death, and oppression every time. But we don't teach it in schools anymore. Does that tell you something about America's educational establishment? Uh, but my ultimate point, and I'm certain I had one. Uh, oh, so uh, Maoism had to die out because, again, it was self-evidently unworkable. It was idiotic. This stuff is self-evidently idiotic. Radical gender theory, uh, a lot of the critical race theory stuff, and and your best scams. You've heard me say this before. Your best scams are roughly 80% true. So they dress themselves in the cloak of truth. Was there racism in the United States? Yes, of course there was. There is now. Slavery? Yes, that's blot upon the soul of mankind. Slavery existed everywhere, by the way, and still exists today. Um then you dress that up in this scam where, as James Lindsay puts it so brilliantly, you call what you want to control racist until you control it. And then you have all the power. So anyway, this stuff is crazy sounding as the Maoist stuff, but you got the sheeple willing to go along just to avoid trouble or just because they think dimly, I want to be a good person, not a bad person. 
And they're telling me I've got to say this to be a good person. And you have something self-evidently crazy become what the society does. It will end disastrously. But it will end. It's just a question of how many victims it claims along the way. I would say on the on the different gender stuff, there's 51 genders and all that sort of stuff. I feel like the tide definitely has turned on that whole thing and it is, is receding. I think it reached its mm-hmm. high water mark. Two years ago, three years ago, something like that. Mm-hmm. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, about two, three years ago. Uh, it, it's and what really bothers me about it. Part of it is the narcissism of small distinctions. Kids want to be able to say, "I'm this special thing," to stand out from their peers. I had long hair and I learned how to play guitar. Everybody does it, um, in one way or another. But this stuff is undermining some of the realities of the world. Um, you know, I, I might have played David Bowie's Ziggy Stardust, but I didn't claim to be from outer space. Anyway, uh, part of it's that and that's fine. But the part that really bothers me is the idea of if there's an effeminate boy, he's transgender. You're a woman. You're a woman. Wait a minute, maybe I'm just sensitive, maybe I'm a poet, maybe I'm gay, whatever. Maybe I'm just kind of effeminate. No, 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 you need to say you're a woman or you're by this or fluid that. or It denies uh, uh, both men and women the opportunity to be super butch or super girly or whatever in all points in between and to value them as human beings. One final argument, I heard this uh, a few weeks ago and it really struck, stuck with me. The uh, the radical gender theory crowd is trying to convince all of us that transgenderism, uh, gender dysphoria, is not a disorder, and that the 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 surgery and the hormones and everything is gender affirming healthcare. Okay, if it's not a disorder, why do you have to get dangerous experimental surgery to fix it? If I'm merely quirky, I don't have to go get surgery. That's crazy, illogical. It doesn't make sense. So before we take a break, here's my favorite headline of the day that'll make you groan. You want to groan? Not really. And not in a good way, not like a like a the kind of moan oh. that happens sometimes when life is good. Um, this is a groan. <laughs> wow. That's a moan, not a groan. Right. I hate to quibble. <laughs> this happened on MSNBC a little bit ago. Their medical contributor told the host that Americans should start wearing masks again after an uptick in COVID hospitalizations. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. You wear yours, you jackass. <laughs> oh, 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 my God. Oh, wow. That made me groan. Uh, we got a bunch of other stuff on the way. Including. <laughs> including. Michael, look up from your work. Pay attention to your job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't yell at you. You're one of the best parts of the show. I apologize. <laughs> um. Armstrong and Getty. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. Going with one of our all-time favorites from C.S. Lewis. Of all tyrannies, a tyranny sincerely exercised for the good of its victims may be the most oppressive. It would be better to live under robber barons than under omnipotent moral busybodies. The robber baron's cruelty may sometimes sleep. His greed may at some point be satiated. But those who torment us for our own good will torment us without end, for they do so with the approval of their own conscience. Amen to that. And who is that? C.S. Lewis. That is really good. 
It uh, is actually from an, uh, a newspaper article he wrote, uh, an editorial in 1958. Now this other major news story about the burger monarch. Michael? This morning, a major food fight brewing over Burger King's famed Whopper. The meat of the dispute? Consumers who signed on to the proposed class action lawsuit accused Burger King of depicting its best-selling burger with ingredients that overflowed the bun, making it appear 35% larger with roughly double the meat than it actually has in real life. They claim the Whopper shown on in-store menu boards misleads customers, constituting a breach of contract. Well, what do you expect in a monarchy? The exec, there is no check on executive power. Right. Burger King is pre-Magna Carta, too, so you just have no rights. <laughs> uh, who who are these people who, well, it's a lawyer thing. They're going to get money from Burger King. Or they're Mostly. Gonna, yeah. But, I don't know. Before, Before I don't know. there were memes, there was that meme that showed... What the advertisement shows you and what the burger really looks like. Everybody knows it. Everybody saw it. Or the toy you bought that isn't near as fun as it looked like in the ads. Or uh, It is my belief that the children who are in ecstasy over this toy were merely acting in the commercial. <laughs> Let's hear more from this problem that's uh, facing America. Court documents showing the side-by-side -side comparison of a Whopper received by a customer and the advertisement. These people aren't looking to get $5 million because they bought a hamburger that didn't look like what they were advertised. The consumers no. really want to bring about change. They have a lot of choices. They want to just be told truthfully what their choices are. A spokesperson for Burger King telling ABC News the plaintiff's claims are false. The flame-grilled beef patties portrayed in our advertising are the same patties used in the millions of Whopper sandwiches we serve to guests nationwide. Yeah, Why does it look so big now? <laughs> I'm not sure I believe that because I, I did look at the side-by-side -side, and like I said, I was at Burger King last night and the, the meat does not hang out over the side of the bun and the lettuce isn't like holding up the tomato and the... Yes, Michael. Did, did you complain to the manager? No, we did ask for cheese on our big kings with bacon, and we didn't get cheese. And I says to the kid, I said, uh, I want the big king with cheese and no and bacon, but no onions. He said, it doesn't come with onions. I said, oh, cool. I said, look at you, knowing the ingredients of all your sandwiches. Very nicely done. He said, it's not that hard. <laughs> so I get so I get my big king, and guess what it's got on it? Freaking onions. No. <laughs> yes. No. Yes. Henry said, are you going to go back and say something to him? I said, no, but he didn't come off kind of like a know-it-all-ish with it. The Big King does not have onions. Turns out it does, Junior. You should have gone back to that counter and taken the onions and pushed them right in his face. What do you think this is, son? And Smell I, like onions? And I just said, look at that picture. Does that look like this? No, it does not. Where do I sign for my class action lawsuit? Uh, I make $12 an hour, man. I don't care. And I don't care. And if they fire me, I'll walk across the street to IHOP and they'll hire me there because they need people to. Are you going to eat your squashed underside <laughs> burger or should I throw it away? <laughs> what a stupid lawsuit. <laughs> if you want cheese, go to the grocery store. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and 
starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now, broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. Celebrating 25 years of radio excellence. The Armstrong and Getty Show. a white man's doing the cooking, I won't be eating here. Oh, I'm not the cook. Uh, Guillermo's the cook. Guillermo? <laughs> okay, wow. Guillermo. Let me guess. You've got some poor Mexican dude back there slaving away for five bucks an hour so that you can call these tacos authentic. Excuse me, senor. You don't need to work here. You can open your own taco truck. Uh, Guillermo doesn't speak English. Yeah! I, um... You actually don't know what to be offended by right now, do you? No, I... This is... This is like watching a computer glitch. <laughs> I like that. Presenting that as a game you can't win, because it is a game you can't win once you get into that stuff. <laughs> exactly. She is just desperate to be offended or angry, like we've been talking about. Young folk, for whatever reason, are desperate for a, like, grotesquely, ridiculously oversimplified worldview that they can then get angry about. Don't be that. 
It's a cliche. It's not a good look. After you're an adult for, I don't know, five years or so, you're going to realize, oh, these things are much more complex than they seem. The good guys do some bad stuff, and the bad guys, just, in some cases, do some good stuff, and they're kind of, they got their own interests going that my professor didn't teach me about. Calm the F down, in other words. Stop chanting as if your classroom experience justifies people being slaughtered. It reminds me of, uh, I know we're going to get back to immigration, but it reminds me of this thing that was going around a couple of weeks ago. Oh, when the lawsuit came out against Amazon, which I guess that's still working its way through our justice system, uh, uh, whether they're a monopoly or something like that, uh, this ancient piece, who is it from? Some economist, it was Milton Friedman, some famous economist, about the, the no-win situation that you're in as a corporation. If you're a big corporation and you charge less... You're undercutting your competitors and driving them out of business. If you charge more, you're gouging. And if you charge the same, you're all colluding. (laughs) And there's just no way you can win. Right, right. But what a luxury to yell angrily at something or about something, having read essentially the first paragraph or maybe even just the first sentence. I don't know. It's tiresome. A quick word from our friends at HelloFresh. Love this season, giving and gathering. But you can give, gather, and save thanks to HelloFresh. Fresh recipes delivered to you that are cheaper than takeout and delicious. One of the best things that happened to me in 2023 was really getting hip to HelloFresh and starting to use it on a regular basis. I've whipped up dishes and food and meals that are so much better than I'm capable of because of the help of HelloFresh. And everybody's busy, right? So you're not going to spend your time in, in checkout lines at the grocery store because all the pre-portioned ingredients are delivered to you. And that saves money on excess food. Over 45 recipes weekly, over 100 seasonal add-on items to choose from every single week. Just choose your recipes, select a delivery date, and relax. Join HelloFresh today. Get free breakfast for life with the code ARMSTRONGFREE at HelloFresh.com slash ARMSTRONGFREE. That's one breakfast item per box while subscription is active. Again, that's code ARMSTRONGFREE at HelloFresh.com slash ARMSTRONGFREE for free breakfast for life. One more time, that website, HelloFresh.com dot com slash Armstrong free. So uh, some immigration stuff. Uh, I I think this is absolutely correct. Oh well, we'll start with this. Sorry. Um, feds quietly released illegal border crossing data to avoid attention. Uh, it was the typical uh, Saturday morning news dump. When Friday night isn't news dumpy enough, Saturday morning. Approximately 2.4 million people crossed the border this fiscal year that were encountered. That's a record number, beating last year's 2.3 million. Way to pull them together, America. I knew we could do it. A staggering 169 potential terrorists encountered by the Border Patrol, according to the stats. There are all sorts of uh, statistics. You can probably, yeah, I mean, we've all heard them. It's a drumbeat. But uh, the latest uh, number for September, the all-time highest month ever on record, 269,735 people, assuming probably that the number of gotaways is roughly the same. That's that's the best I've been able to get from Customs and Border Patrol. Nobody knows, which is part of the point. That's not the way to run a country where you don't have the slightest idea how many people got in from where. Yeah, if you're analyzing a statistic that the margin for error is like 38%, you know, what are you doing? 
Uh, Bill Malugin of Fox News points out that the Border Patrol arrested 18 people on the FBI's terror watch list at the southern border in September, bringing the total for the fiscal year to 169, the highest year ever recorded and higher than the previous six years combined. The border is secure. That's a good comedy bit. Yeah. Uh, now, here's uh, here's a if not a bottom line, it's a preliminary. But what do you call that? Is a middle line? The top line? I don't know. It's a line. Eighty-four percent of New Yorkers think the state's migrant mess is a serious problem. Eighty-four percent. I saw that. You sixteen percent? Are you like running a flop house or something? Anyway, um, uh, poll Tuesday from Siena College Research Institute finds that not only are New Yorkers uber stressed over immigration-related issues, but that President Biden has but a single-digit lead over Donald J. Trump. In a hypothetical general election matchup next year. Now, it's nine points. So among single digit leads, nine is one of your higher leads. <laughs> <laughs> but Biden's up single digits in New York? That is quite amazing where four out of five people are Democrats. Yeah, as Bob McManus points out in the New York Post, um, that should scare the hell out of Democrats. Uh, and, and as we all know, Biden's numbers on immigration are absolutely miserable. Well, I saw the other polling around this is just incredibly high numbers, majorities who say we can't handle any more people, that they're making our city worse, not better. I mean, the sort of racist, racist stuff that other people were saying in Texas and, you know, other border states, uh, uh, racist, racist things like this is not making our city better. This is not Observing making our better better. Your schools can't teach anybody anymore. Your hospitals are overflowing. That's racism. Here's here's a great example of, uh, again, continuing the theme, how so much of the knee-jerk lefty neo-Marxism is utterly hypocritical and ridiculous. If you look even like an inch below the surface, it's always the downtrodden. The downtrodden are right. Anybody with a, a shred of power is wrong. They're the evil. They're the oppressor. And they must be torn down so that the downtrodden can get what's coming to them. So that's why your neo-Marxist left has always been uh, up with rampant immigration, legal or illegal. No human being is illegal. We've heard the slogans. Well, here's a situation where uh, L.A. hotels are allegedly replacing unionized employees who are currently on strike with newly arrived border crossers and illegal aliens. So you've got the union members who are often immigrants, illegal immigrants, often Hispanic people, people of color, whatever you want to use. Uh, and uh, and they're striking against the evildoer hotels. Now, they're being undermined, it would seem, by ili- the, recently vi- uh, r- arrived illegals. Yes? The evildoer hotels. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's how s- simplistic their analysis is. So I-, I need to hear from a neo-Marxist. Now, obviously, these recent arrivals are driven by settler colonialism, or something, but a lot of them are the descendants of the Spanish conquistadors, but they're still victims, but white Americans aren't 
because they're wait a minute i'm confused what what if a white american like immigrates to canada because they can't get a job in america how does this work how does this work well and that's how intersectionality came to be because it was like all right you know what the conservatives have a point we need a ranking system so if you're a lesbian you're right here if you're a uh a, 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 a hispanic lesbian you're you're up there you're on top of the the poor lesbian and and my god if you're a black hispanic lesbian handicapped blind in one eye and so they have to establish this hierarchy to figure out who's evil and who's good. You people are insane. So more of the numbers from that same poll, I looked those up just because I was shocked by them. Over half a majority of voters in New York said a migration, it says here, had been more of a burden than a help or than a benefit. Only 32% said it was a benefit. Racist. I mean, nothing could be more racist. Then only a third of New Yorkers saying that immigration is a benefit. It's clearly a benefit. You live in New York. Haven't you been out to the Statue of Liberty? It says right there on the bottom, there's a poem about huddled masses, and you have to follow it. It's in the Constitution. And you have to say out loud that this only helps us, or you're a racist. Right, exactly. They forgot, I guess. Somebody needs to remind them. This is one of the most amazing things that has happened in my entire life. I'll remember this on my deathbed because we spent so many years having to fight the charge of racist on this very radio show. Sure. Uh, and, you know, in one of the states that's been dealing with illegal immigration forever of saying, you know, this is this is not good. It's not good for the schools, not good for the hospitals, not good for the, you know, the poor people who'd like to work uh, in, uh, you know, Momo lawns or work at the hotels, but they can't because you got all these other people that are undercutting their way. This is not good. You are absolutely a racist then as soon as it shows up in one of the most liberal places in america within like a month they completely flipped our point of view it should be satisfying but it's just annoying they yeah, try to end right. our careers over this stuff um cesar chavez for the love of uh all things good said no we can't have rampant illegal immigration because it undermines the wages of the folks who are working that <laughs> racist Two-thirds of New Yorkers say they've done enough for new migrants and must now work to slow the flow, compared to only 29% who say the state should accept and work to assimilate them. Only 29% in New York. Oh, yeah. Is there any further comment needed, friends? Can you believe that? I just... I just well, the, the thing that bothers me the most is how they're getting a pass for all the things they've been saying for all these years in sanctuary cities and no person is illegal and all that sort of stuff. As soon as you met the reality of as soon as it was in your town, all of a sudden, all that went out the window. I just thought of a new featurette for the show. Joe asks Jack an unanswerable question. <laughs> what percentage of people, never mind politics, because that's all horse crap. 74. Wow, that's higher than I thought you'd say. Hmm. What percentage of people actually have any interest in solutions or understanding the dynamics of a problem than looking for solutions as opposed to being able to bellow self-righteously well politicians i think the number's fairly low unfortunately sure mm-hmm. a lot of your activist leaders i think it's pretty low but all the all the regular people i think they actually believe this stuff that's is that the uneducated masses or whatever that Marx was you know talking what? about? I think I, I may have been hoodwinked by the very thing I rail against. So I've been calling people fools and radicals and idiots today. I, perhaps I'm all of the above. Um, I have a misperception about what people think based on the funhouse mirror of the American media. 
I think, yeah, the vast majority of Americans are thoughtful and serious to, you know, as best they can and actually would like to solve problems. But it's our media and our politics and our universities that have no interest in it. They're just pitching ideology. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Armstrong and Getty Show. People are being scammed at Target. What are we calling this segment? Katie Green Investigates. And it's got to be in that voice. <laughs> what are you investigating, Katie? The gift card scam thingy? I have been investigating that. <laughs> so, so start it again for, no, for people who didn't hear what's happening. Okay, so this guy, this original story is out of San Antonio, but they're concerned it is happening at other Targets around the country. This guy purchased $800 in gift cards at Target got home, checked the balances of the cards, and they were zero. So they're trying to figure out how this is happening. Okay. So My question is, qui bono? Yes, that's right. Now I just sprinkle in Latin phrases in my everyday conversation, so I come off as better than you. Qui bono? Who benefits? So, yeah, I don't understand how the thieves make money off of this. How does this work? Okay, so what's going on? They're going into Target stores, and they're actually taking legitimate gift cards. 
and they're stealing them off the shelves and they're taking you know when you purchase a gift card and, or you receive a gift card you have to scratch that little label I off don't the buy back. gift cards for people because I care about people and I think of thoughtful gifts that match their <sighs> have you, you know, ever re- likes and re- dislikes have you ever received a gift card yes from people who don't care about me you know, between my pretensions and your pretensions, we're not going to get through this story. So, <laughs> I'm going Katie, home. Go. You guys have a great rest of your show. <laughs> all right. So, so, uh, all right. So, you got to scratch off the thingy you're saying? Right. So, when you receive a gift card, you have to scratch off that little label on the back, which gives you an access code. So, when you use the gift card to purchase something, you use that access code to get a hold of the funds. Okay. What they're doing, they're scratching off those access, the access codes. Saving the codes and then putting a fake sticker over the code and returning them to the stores. That's pretty resourceful. I think they ought to be able to keep like fifteen percent of the money they stole <laughs> because of it's a. They get a cut. They put some pretty good effort into this. They get a cut okay. for effort. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still confused. Why did they return them to the stores? Okay, so they put the fake sticker over the access code, return it to the stores. Now they have that code, so when somebody purchases it and say, "Let's put a hundred bucks on this gift card." They log in, check the code, now they have a hundred bucks. Yeah, so the checkout person uh, at Target just loaded the money onto the thief's card, right. not your card. So when you go to use the card or the person you right. pretend to care about the card you gave it to, um, they go to use it. There's nothing on there. Right. So and they're not they're not stealing codes, they're stealing the access code. Or they're not stealing the cards, they're stealing right. the access codes. And I'd imagine that they have software that constantly checks if the card has been funded or not or activated mm-hmm. or yeah, okay. All right. Well, again, I think they get to keep 15% of their money because it's pretty resourceful. It's a lot I'm better too than dopey like, to think of it. It's like better than walking in with a trash bag and wiping all the deodorant into your bag and walking out. I mean, come on. That's some low-rent stuff. Could you imagine if these folks used this genius for good? Yeah, I have often thought of that about that like a lot of your crimes. If you put that much effort into a real job, you'd, you'd get somewhere and you wouldn't end up in jail. This happened to you, Michael? Yep, this is exactly what happened to me. It was at Target. I got an Apple iTunes card for my wife. It was $50 worth. Yep, went to use it. There was nothing on it. And I'm now that I think about it, this had to... This, I was probably one of the first victims. I was a test case. Yeah, you might have been patient zero. Uh, wow. Man, okay. that's a clever scam. So is there anything to look for? Like, do we look at the sticker if it looks... Uh crooked or poorly made or yeah so you uh, on the on the target on the particularly in the target ones the t and the g wait wait wait, wait wait we've we've we transitioned from investigating now to consumer advice welcome to katie on your side <laughs> do i have to change my voice for that yeah okay. it's, a more, it's a more pleasant uplifting voice Yes, so if you get your gift card and you check the sticker that covers the code on the back, the T and the G are not aligned, apparently. That's the one Uh, note that I'm seeing is common in my investigation. Back to you. (laughs) Keep your G and T aligned, folks. Yeah. Yeah, Or you could get to know your family members and friends (laughs) and buy them a gift that you know they would like, as opposed to just handing them cash, basically. Oh, come on. Here's a $20 bill. Knock yourself out. Oh, trust me, you are just too much. Uh, you know what? I feel bad. I, I left out the best part of that whole British transgender attitudes thing. What really sparked it was this major case um, where a, a woman um, tweeted that radically expanding the legal definition of women to include males would render it a meaningless concept and undermine women's rights and protections. Her employer 
responded by not renewing her contract. They they fired her, so she sued for unfair dismissal. A judge initially uh, ruled that her point of view is not worthy of respect in a democratic society, which is horrifying. Wow. It was overturned by the high court, but uh, J.K. Rowling wrote in her now infamous tweet, Dress however you please. Call yourself whatever you like. Sleep with any consenting adult who'll have you. Live your best life in peace and security. But force women out of their jobs for stating that sex is real? Essentially, no way. It started a movement. They fired her for saying a woman is a woman. Wow. Yeah. So good for her. Quick question for you. What if you happen to miss this unbelievable radio program? The answer is easy, friends. Just download our podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. It's the podcast version of the broadcast show, available anytime, any day, every single podcast platform known to man. Download it now, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.